If you ever expect to have what it is that you really want, at some point you're going to have to be bold enough to say that you have it, even if it looks like you don't. In fact, in order for anything to exist in reality, someone somewhere at some point had to say that it was so, even when it looked like it was not. Men have walked on the moon. Someone had to start a conversation for making that real. If it's a championship team that you want, you got to be willing to first do the talking so that one day you will indeed walk the talk. Successful career, happily married, more money, lose weight, whatever it is that you want, however unlikely to you it might seem, you've got to be willing to open your mouth and talk about it as if you were already it were already the way that you want it to be. You've got to be willing to declare it as so, relate to it as a done deal if you ever expect to have what it is that you want. As a nation, we recognize July 4th, 1776 as the beginning of our independence, but it wasn't until September 3rd, 1783 that the Treaty of Paris was signed between Britain and America, providing for the recognition of American independence. It was not until 1783 that the British finally conceded that America was in fact free. So technically, on July 4th, 1776, the United States of America was not free at all, really. In 1776, according to the circumstances, America was still under British dominion. America's, Americans still made and spent British money. British soldiers still patrolled the colonies, still in charge. The official church was still the Church of England. King George was still the boss, according to the circumstances. But Thomas Jefferson and John Hancock and the rest of the gang refused to rely on what the circumstances told them was true. Instead, they chose to be bold and to declare independence, even if it seemed unpopular, impossible, unlikely to achieve. The United States of America lived free as of July 4, 1776, because of our declaration that it was so. The forefathers of the United States of America lived by the word of their mouth as free and independent for seven years, and then in 1783 it finally came to pass. Imagine. If you ever expect to have what it is that you really want, at some point you're going to have to be bold enough to say that you have it, even if it looks like you don't. I would like to thank everyone for coming and for calling in to hear what I have to say today. I have some news regarding my health to share with you. These were the choked-up words uttered by Lance Armstrong on October 8, 1996, just six days after discovering that he had advanced testicular cancer. It was just after the 1996 Olympics when America's number one cyclist was diagnosed with cancer so advanced that it had already spread to his abdomen, lungs, and brain. Upon returning back to his home in Texas, doctors gave him a less than optimistic chance of survival. In fact, they said it was the worst case of this kind of cancer that they had ever seen. On Wednesday, October 2nd, I was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Prior to seeing my doctors last week, I had been experiencing swelling and pain in one of my testicles and had coughed up some blood. On Thursday, October 3rd, I underwent surgery at St. David's Hospital here in Austin to have the malignant testicle removed, and the surgery was successful. I will undergo chemotherapy for at least nine weeks, and then, depending on how I respond to the treatment, I may have to undergo more chemotherapy or other procedures to fight this disease. Now imagine, things did not look good at all. According to the circumstances and based on what was probably certain, Lance's cycling career was surely done. But, however, I want you all to know that I intend to beat this disease and further I intend to ride again as a professional cyclist. I'm unable to say today when I will be back in the, in the peloton, but hold out hope that I might still participate in the 1997 season. With the testicle amputated, brain tumors, lungs bombarded with chemotherapy and with his mother at his side, against impossible odds, Lance Armstrong declared that he would live to ride again. 
but it did not look like that at the time. According to the circumstances, what it looked like was, maybe he'll get better, but he'll never be the same. Lance Armstrong not only went on to beat cancer and win the Tour de France, described as the most difficult sporting event in the world, but he won that race an unprecedented six times in a row. Having to fight beyond the cancer, having to look death in the face, having to rebuild his body all required a willingness to say that it would be so. He had to declare that he would be victorious and then practice the mental discipline to live his life like victory was a foregone conclusion. He developed a willingness to push himself beyond his old limits and deal courageously with doubt and fear. As a result of the circumstances, as a result of what was going on, the circumstances had to line up with what Lance had been willing to say. His triumphant return to the tour in 1999 was a shock to some people, and it was inspiring to many people. Many people doubted that he would ever survive, let alone win the world's most grueling sports event six times. Imagine, if you ever expect to have what it is that you really want, at some point you're going to have to be bold enough to say that you have it, even if it looks like you don't. Thomas Jefferson and the gang said it, celebrated it, and then they stood for it for seven years before they saw it all come together. Lance Armstrong had the nerve to stare death in the eye and make the declaration with the whole world looking on that he would live to ride his bike again, and he did, and today he's riding toward a seventh consecutive victory in the prestigious Tour de France. These two didn't need to see it first to say that it was so. They said it first, even though they had no evidence that it would go their way. They put their money where their mouths were and lived like it was so until, in fact, it was. They weren't merely talking about the way things were. They weren't complaining about how awful it was. In spite of the circumstances and what appeared to be real, they had the nerve to say it, celebrate it, and then hold tight until they would actually see their dreams come true. And you? What are you willing to declare today? What are you willing to courageously speak into existence when nothing around you suggests you could win? Are you willing to boldly declare that you have what you want and then stand for actually having it until you see it with your own two eyes? Today, realize if you won't say it, you'll most likely never see it. Make a bold declaration that will stand on its own and don't wait for the circumstances to agree. Know that your declaration can exist in spite of your feelings or what you might think it doesn't care what the experts say, and it's not impressed with the way that it's always been done. Today, reality has got to serve your declaration. It's not the other way around. So don't be afraid to put the cart before the horse. Talk the talk, and then walk the walk. Lance Armstrong's story never gets old, and we never get tired of hearing about a good old-fashioned fight for freedom. We can listen to it again and again because it's the story of the triumph of the human spirit over insurmountable odds. And today, you could add your chapter to the story by declaring who you are and what your life is for, independent of what the circumstances might be. Declare your independence by boldly declaring what you want and then boldly live as if it were so. Don't rely on the circumstances as your measure of truth. Today, declare yourself free. Free from skepticism, panic, and doubt. Free from your own or everybody else's panic and doubt. Today, you're in the right place, and this is your time to say it, celebrate it, and then sit back and watch it all come together.